Welcome to System Mastery, the podcast where we haunt in a live horse, 1d6 boogans at a time. It's old ween, and that means palladium, so strap in and try to remember what mental affinity is supposed to do as we tackle Nightbane, the game that must break the Night Batman. It's a radical biomechanical animal spectacle on today's System Mastery, and it's old ween. It's a nice day to start again. Old Ween. It's a nice day to start again. And welcome back. John, happy Old Ween. The happiest of Old Weens to you, my good friend. Yes, I offer you the three customary blessings of Old Ween. There are three customary blessings? Three cu- you don't say them. You just say the three customary blessings. Oh, really? I thought you were going to tell me right now what the three customary blessings are. I mean, it's super gauche, but if you need me to, I guess I probably could. Oh, I would love for you to tell me what the three customary blessings of old ween are. <laughs> Let's see. Obviously, there's the may your balls not harden. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one wants to turn into an Inox. No, no one wants nice hard balls. <laughs> yeah, good. You want to keep those nice and soft and supple, like calf skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the one where it's hoped that you don't receive too much horrible candy, this old ween. Yeah. Uh, where you don't get any, like, Necco wafers or... Smarties. Uh, now, as a Smarty fan, I, I don't know if I can go in with that. Well, but, you're a bad person. Uh, but, okay, but uh, that just means that, that in the tradition of old ween, that means I'm here to take your Smarties for you in exchange for some candy you probably like. Well, I mean, that's the true old ween spirit. Mm-hmm. Also, the true old ween spirit is a horrible hag that <laughs> haunts my visions. <laughs> Sadly, the third customary blessing is that she not steal your chillblains. My chillblains. Yes. Yeah. But clearly, she already has, and has has left you with the wrong chill blains. I have no chill blains. <laughs> I've got I've got some chill chads. I have no chill blains to give. <laughs> all of my blains no longer chill. Yeah, they're all very hot and excited. So those are, of course, the three customary blessings of old ween, and to you, sir, and to you, mm-hmm. yeah, old weens. May you may you receive a soda with an interesting and yet not disgusting flavor, like it won't be bacon or something. <laughs> yeah. May you get a a soda that isn't just like sweet gravy. Yeah, no no Jones soda Halloween packs or whatever for you. Yeah. That's my wish. My wish is that you not have to drink corn soda. Yeah, you get an interesting soda, but not a disgusting soda. Exactly. You know, you get one of those sodas that's like, ooh, what is this? Like dragon fruit? That sounds delightful. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, boy. But no nice one soda. gave you one that's like baked beans. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> What, this is just a bottle full of baked beans. No, I've got one that tastes like Band-Aids. <laughs> got one that tastes like old weed. Old weed. The, the ultimate answer to any terrible joke. Uh, so this week on Old Ween System Mastery, we're going to be talking about pretty much the other major horror. I mean, there's several horror games in the Palladium genre. Yeah. You've got like Dead Earth and... Uh, whatever the zombie one, I think it's the same one, the zombie one. Yeah, uh, the but, zombie one is whatever the fuck that's called. There's yeah. also System Shock, mm-hmm. I believe. That's the bugs that travel through phone lines one or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. all of the electronics get shut off, so it's sort of like a post-apocalypse weird setting where horrible zap bugs are after you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's the one that we're going to do, which of course is Nightbane. Nightbreed. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. sorry. Hold on. I'm about to get sued into changing that to Nightbane. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Night Spawn originally. Uh, and they got sued by the McFarlane family. 
Oh, man, that's real sad. Isn't that rough? Yeah. That's, that's way worse than being Nightbreed and getting sued by Clive Barker. <laughs> <laughs> Is it pro- wrong that I can't picture Clive Barker as having anything but like an extremely dumb person style British accent? Oh, oi, I'm going to sue you! Like, that kind of thing. I have no idea if he's even British. That's ve- that's a very weird British accent that you think that Clive Barker has. Does he even have a British accent? I don't, I don't know. I assume Clive Barker is beyond accents at this point. <laughs> he's past... Wait, is he dead? Is he very dead? I don't think so. I don't know anything about Clive Barker except for the fact that his name is connected to Nightbreed. Uh, I know Clive Barker, he made a shitty video game that I played. He was the star of Children of Men. Wait, no, that's Clive Owen. <laughs> Hold on, wait. <laughs> oh, no, wait, it was Clive Barker. <laughs> Clive Barker possessed Clive Owen some years ago. No one could have any children. <laughs> See, he's just got a weird accent. That's are you, are you using your phone right now I'm, to find out what's the deal with Clive Barker? I am literally looking up Clive Barker on my phone right now to figure out what is going on. The people want to know, and I want to know. Uh, fair enough. What's going on? He is an English writer. Oh, All good. Right. Okay. And does he have an extremely like oh, worked well, on accent? It says here on uh, Wikipedia that his accent is dumb and sounds like Jeff. <laughs> Oh, um, he did Hellraiser. That's right. Oh, oh that's okay. right. That's it's right. Clive Barker's Hellraiser that's and right. Candyman. A- oh, and Candyman. And the Candyman. Hmm, what about Dr. Giggles? Was that him? Was that him? Huh? The ice cream truck? Was that him? <laughs> All that huh? he- that heavy Clint Howard business that was sprinkled throughout? Huh? Because I think he was Dr. Giggles. I forget. I don't I think know. He was. Who cares? Right. I've definitely Let's... seen the dentist, but I don't know that I've seen Doctor Giggles. Okay, fair enough. I is he, I think he's also been an evil ice cream man. Anyway, so Nightbane is basically a White Wolf ripoff attempt, as done by Palladium. Yeah. And if this is your first episode you've ever listened to, and for some reason you didn't start with the first old Ween, you want to just give a real, real quick rundown of Palladium. 3D6 down the line. There are eight stats. The eight stats are IQ, which is intelligence quotient, obviously, uh, mental endurance, mental affinity, physical strength, physical endurance, physical prowess, physical beauty, and speed. Uh, each one is, uh, as I mentioned before, 3D6 roll down the line. Uh, if you roll a 16 or higher, you roll an additional D6 and add that to the total. Uh, in some games, including this one, if that additional D6 is a 6, you roll another D6 as well, and then it stops there, yeah. giving you a range of anywhere between 3 and and a potential 30 for your stats. Uh, the characters have a both hit points, which represents their will to live, and SDC, or structural damage capacity, which represents their ability to absorb damage without actually being super wounded. Kind of the shot through the shoulder of a cowboy in a movie is the way they describe it here. Yes, uh, The game uses a D20 uh, rolling mechanic. You roll to hit, you have to roll high. Uh, you get bonuses to strike, also to parry and dodge. Uh, but basically you're rolling against opposed numbers to try and hit things. Uh, what else is there to explain about every Palladium game, John? Uh, I don't know. I mean, one of the things that's brand new. <laughs> God, this book has the same 50 first pages as the other book, but with slightly different art. And then also there's one section that literally says new in it, which is such a weird thing to see in a new book. Well, yeah. I mean, I have to imagine that they're like, we need to put this in here because otherwise... Anyone who has played any Palladium game is going to go, all right, and there's all the rules that I already know. Is this one just pick skills, or is it a skill package one? I don't know. I've read enough Palladium books to know there's that difference. And uh, this one adds in the perception ability. Now, normally, uh, there wasn't 
really a passive perception skill. No, they didn't start with one, uh, but they were trying to keep up with the times, and so they added passive perception because I, I assume vampire has passive perception. Passive. It has passive perception. Old ween. <laughs> I got a little dry mouth, John. Unfortunately, my soda tasted like desert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that sand soda it's, it's I sent you. It's my fault for buying a Diet Coke with salt. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Please make my soda extra salty. Mmm. As salty as the sea. Ooh, that salton sea. As salty as the salton sea. So, yeah, they added in that, which isn't based on skills as much as, oddly enough, it's based on IQ. Sure. Which is real weird. Well, what else were you going to base it on? ME is mental endurance and MA is mental affinity. They represent how resistant to torture and how affable you are, respectively. There isn't a, none of the other eight uh, attributes would really govern your ability to notice things. So I guess we have to stick it to IQ. Yeah. It just... I feel like it should be mental affinity just because mental affinity doesn't fucking do anything normally. <laughs> they should just change the name to MAP and it is mental affinity and perception. Yeah, map. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. We should name it after the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah song, Maps. Yeah. And uh, that'll fix it. And we need an S on there, too. Oh, yeah. It's mental right. affinity. And perception. And perception. Sucker. Perceptions. <laughs> perception S. <laughs> uh, perception sucker, though. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah. It has I'm a new. I'm going to perceive you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new movie coming soon from Old Ween Productions. <laughs> Don't perceive a menace to <laughs> South Central. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's it, it's a brand new system that that lets you notice like ambushes and cu- and curious things. Yeah, they, it's just amusing to me that because so much of the op- the uh, opening part of any given Palladium book is reprint, that they actually put a big old all caps new in front of this, so you wouldn't just breeze past it. Yeah, which, which I still did. I'll be honest. Which let's be honest, I was here. still very excited to get to the actual character creation meat of this puppy. Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of story stuff that goes on in the background of this. Mm-hmm. But ooh, baby, that meat and potatoes yeah. of this is this is one of those games that is chock full of charts when you're making a character, mm-hmm. and ooh, I love it. Oh, I just want to dig my hands into it like a barrel full of beans at Whole Foods. I just want to fucking dip my hands in there and play with it for a while. Just a big barrel of bean-flavored sodas. And then someone's going to come by, buy those beans, and it's going to have my dead skin all over it. And your ass pennies. And all of my ass pennies that I use to pay for those beans. <laughs> Yeah, that's why they have that shuffle there, John, so you don't just stick your hand in the beans and just and just rotate your hand around but the beans. it feels so good. You ever, you ever bought enough beans to just take it home and do it? You should try that. Oh, fill my up, God, I fill should. Fill like a paint bucket with beans and just have that in your room. Get that like full-on bag of like pinto beans or whatever and just be like, run my hands through this like Ooh. I'm doing an ASMR podcast. What's the cheapest dry bean I can buy? And then at the register, you have to tell them it's for tactile sensation. Yeah. yeah. One, once I get up there, I'll be like, this is for an a- ASMR podcast that I'm doing. <laughs> Look, folks, you've been asking us to get on YouTube for like forever, right? And we've decided that we're going to do it. It's going to be John running his hands through a bucket of beans. That's it. That's Uh all it's going to be. Just episodes of that. And you would think, oh, different beans for different episodes. No. You'd be wrong. Mm -hmm. It's same beans, same (laughs) John, old (laughs) Wayne. It's just the, uh, the difference is that each episode has a different total length. 
Yeah. It's, I'll get <laughs> bored of doing it at different points in time. <laughs> and you can hear him playing different cell phone games with his other hand in the distance. Oh, yeah. yeah. In, the, in the far distance. I have very long arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 30 feet away. <laughs> so long, just the, the one, arms of John. Just the one arm is super long, and I'll, he's that's the one he's dipping in beans. Yeah, well, that's because I rolled it on the Nightbane table. <laughs> right, okay. Why don't we start with a bit of the story about what's going on in this particular Palladium Metaverse world. Megaverse. So, this is an alternate universe mm-hmm. that had the big event of it is called... Dark Day, Mm -hmm. and a dark day is at like six in the morning Eastern time. Every day. Every day is dark day for me. It's always a dark day for John here. (laughs) Dark day is just the name of the drive time morning zoo crew that comes on at 6 a.m. every morning. (laughs) It's dark day. (laughs) (laughs) Time for everyone to turn into a monstrous animal. (laughs) Hey, we've got a caller on the line. They're part motorcycle. (laughs) And of course, here in studio with us, we've got tits. (laughs) They're just a floating pair of disembodied tits with mouths on them. (laughs) At least I think they're a pair. They don't match. (laughs) uh so dark day is when all light pretty much just went out from the sky the sun disappeared the moon disappeared Mm -hmm. no stars just complete darkness a lot of power failed during this as well Mm -hmm. so a lot of people were just plunged into the inky blackness Mm -hmm. and it is when the night bane were like Brought into this world on Moss. On Moss, because it's been established that Nightbane were around a long time ago. Like a lot uh, throughout the book, they constantly mention the like in Victorian era, a lot of Nightbane might have liked having stained glass for faces. <laughs> they might have liked that, but they didn't. <laughs> but they didn't because they did not exist. <laughs> but no, they do. They establish that Nightbane have been around a long time. Like some of them are as much as that five thousand years old. But the Dark Day itself is what, like twenty years ago. In the storyline, uh, even less. This, I think, it's only been like eight to ten years. Eight to ten years, yeah. So the dark day only lasted twenty four hours, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of crazy nonsense that happened. Everyone saw a bunch of monster sightings because Nightbane are supposed to look like creepy monsters, though occasionally you don't. Okay, John. Quick question for you: Which eighties British goth pop band wrote Dark Days? Uh, the the answer is Old Wayne. <laughs> I don't actually. God just, damn it! It's just a joke. Don't worry about it. God damn it! <laughs> but it sounds right, doesn't it? You sort of go like, wait, was it? Hang on, hold on. <laughs> what is this, Morrissey? What is this, The Cure? Someone wrote a song called Dark Days. There's, I mean, someone had to. There's have. no way. <laughs> there is a zero percent chance that there isn't a song called Dark Days out there. Yeah, that was made by a British pop punk band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From the eighties. Uh, yeah. She partied without dancing. It's probably how it's All these dark days. Dark days are here again. Dark days are here again. Oh, I like the idea that it's done as some sort of big brassy Barbara Streisand number like that. <laughs> All of you people in my ways, these are the dark days. <laughs> I paid $700 to see this. <laughs> uh, so... Dark Days happens, and it causes all kinds of things to break loose on the Earth. First of all, uh, we start getting connected to an evil version of an, an alternate but immediately adjacent Earth to this already alternate Earth called the Shadowlands or the, the Nightlands. Nightlands. Everything's the Nightlands. Night. Ah! Yeah. So the Nightlands are... 
basically kind of you know the red dark mirror of Earth that's immediately adjacent. And if you if you have the right kind of mindset, you could even see it right there in the mirrors of the world. Yeah, and they are populated by all kinds of various monsters who want to cross over for nefarious and evil reasons. Yeah, Dark Day was the initial salvo in an invasion of Earth, mm-hmm. and the Night Lords of the Nightlands crossed over with their Night Princes and their and Night only Rangers. The, only the Night Bane can stop them, <laughs> and the Dayman, <laughs> champion <laughs> fighter of the Night Lords. <laughs> so. They have infiltrated basically all of the governments Mm -hmm. and police force and whatnot. Uh, The big thing Amusing statistic there, too, is they mentioned that uh, at this point, because of Night Lord infiltration, up to 13% of police departments are evil. I was like, oh, well, that sounds like a real improvement. Good job, Night Lords. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Sign me up for Team Night Lords. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so the, uh, one of the big things in this is after Dark Day, there was an increase in a third political party in America. So instead of the Republicans and Democrats, we also got the Preserver Party Mm -hmm. and they got elected, uh, like a third of basically the seats and things Mm -hmm. and also president. Yeah. And, of course, the president is some fucking night lord or yeah. whatever. They're single-issue voters. All they care about is canning and bell jars. <laughs> All they care about is the bell jar. <laughs> they only care about Sylvia Plath's the bell jar. That's it. Single-issue voter. Uh-huh. And yet surprisingly important to a lot of people. Uh, so the Preserver Party essentially got taken over by night lord people. Mm-hmm. Now, one Interesting of the things- thought on their part to start a third party is their way of rising to political power. Like, I know how we'll stop the Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, instead of just taking them over, we'll go ahead and start a new party. We'll take over the Republicans. Wait, we find this distasteful. <laughs> ew, <laughs> ew, ew, ew. No, <laughs> we're fine with abortion. So the... <laughs> More abortions for all. Yeah, I mean, the weird thing is they're like, oh, we're kind of a odd split between the two parties Mm -hmm. because they're just like oh we're very obviously authoritarian and fascist but also we just don't give a shit about most human things so they're like oh do you care if we do whatever yeah i don't care yeah sure have some abortions whatever (laughs) who gives a shit you want a gay marry i don't give a single fuck i don't care who you marry just line up in order of how delicious you are please please line up in order of maximum ppe value that i can drain from you yeah so, so yeah, there's a third political party that's evil, and it also has the president. Um, they, also, at the same time, a whole bunch more shit started flooding into the earth because the magic came back, basically. Well, the uh, the big thing to note in the Nightlands is there are also doppelgangers there. Mm-hmm. Uh, allegedly, I think it says there's about third of the population has a doppelganger over there yeah although it's possible everyone has one and they just love killing people over in the nightlands yes they do so it may just be that there's only a third because they killed off all the other ones yeah but it's like not everybody has their own doppelganger in the nightlands but if you do it is a person who is exactly the same as you but they are a little eviler well they can be whatever yeah, sometimes they're better They're better people, but for the most part, most of them exaggerate the negative tendencies and traits that you have. It depends. Yeah. I mean, there's a chart on there that you roll to see what your doppelganger is. That's true. So it can be the same alignment as you. It could be the opposite alignment as you. Yeah. It could be one step better or worse, mm-hmm. whatever. They live pretty much when you do. If you die, they start to die. 
Uh, if they die, then you're probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's very confusing. If a doppelganger goes from the Nightlands into our world, mm-hmm. then they have, I think it's, it's like either a, 24 or 48 hours to find and murder their uh, double on this side. Yeah. Or else they die. Yes. And they or, immediately know that upon crossing over. Or if they can get their, their double to go, to go to the Nightlands instead, as long as one of you is in one place and the other's in the other place, everyone can live just fine. So you can switch and not, no one dies, but, but mostly they, they show up and they try to kill you. Yeah, but and also the doppelganger is the only one that gets fucked up. So it's not like mm-hmm. if you go over to the Nightlands, all of a sudden you have to kill your doppelganger over there in order to to live the person on earth is basically fine the doppelganger is all fucked up yeah so but you know if, if your doppelganger shows up and is like hey buddy would you be willing to go live in a way less populated san diego hey do you want to go live in a san diego that's made of like i don't know granite and screaming souls and you'll probably get stabbed by some kind of skeleton guy with a spear and you're like eh, i don't know uh, how's the internet connection <laughs> how's my wi-fi because <laughs> Because I needs my World of Warcraft. Oh, it's World of Warcraft is fine there. No worry. That's oh, fine. that's one of the only things we've really got over mm. there. Also, in fact, we're an expansion ahead. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Also, our Grubhub has free delivery, so you know you just don't even need to leave your evil scream house. Oh yeah, you don't. You don't even tip. <laughs> no, it's like Europe over there. <laughs> Anything goes. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. So Wait, yeah, what are you saying exactly? <laughs> so the Night Lords not only took over things because. They have ridiculous superpowers and put themselves in positions of power. But they also brought the doppelgangers over and be like, oh, I'm going to like kill off key people and different things and just replace them with the doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Night Lords have their own armies of evil. We'll get to those. Uh, and a lot of this game appears to be like, it's, it's like they wanted to provide you with a variety of ways you can play the game. One of them is discovering that the insidious evil that's infiltrating the earth and repelling it as the heroes. Another one could be crossing over into the Nightlands and fighting on that side of the war. Um, there's all kinds of fun things you could do here. But who are the champions who will rise to face this new threat? And what other threats might arise? Well, first of all, vampires arise. <laughs> well, first of all, it's the rise of Ultron. <laughs> Ultron arises. Indeed, and then we find out that that, uh, Black Widow thinks she's a monster because she can't have kids. What was going on in that movie? What was happening here? What what, what was that dream sequence that Thor had? What what is it? What what did it do? Other than the really interesting part where you get to see Ulysses Claw, and I love love Andy Serkis being in the Marvel movies, and I'm so sad his character is dead now. Um, And the part where uh, Captain America is splitting logs by just tearing them in half with his hands. Yeah, man. What else is good about that movie, really? What else is good? Yeah, I don't uh, know. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Quick, Quick, was it Quicksilver? Was he uh, good? Uh, was it that scene of Quicksilver? Where he's like, I'm pretty fast, huh? Where, where he shows up and like time kind of stops and then he runs around That's and he different. saves a pump, bunch of people from an exploding building. That's a different Quicksilver in a different series of movies. And oh, I hate- yeah. It was that scene with Quicksilver where he's in a kitchen yeah. and he's running around. And-, and they play a song about things slowing down. Yeah, he's, I, they're I, playing Time in a Bottle. Yeah, Time in the Bottle in the first one. I think the second one is I'll Stop the World and Melt with You. Is that right? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. What's the 90s one going to be, you think, when they finally managed to get that movie out when they still do the the oh, i'm stupid... pretty sure it's rump shaker it's good <laughs> i'm almost positive it's rump shaker <laughs> just, just rump shaker i was thinking about time stopping in it i don't know <laughs> he just really likes that song <laughs> oh I, I, yeah aaron peters huge fan of rump shaker not quicksilver the actor yeah yeah okay fine uh all right so anyhow uh <laughs> vampires show up uh rump shaker rises or whatever we were talking about 
So the big uh, thing, Ultron, that's what you were saying. The big thing is there are the Nightbane. And the Nightbane are probably what you'll play as, though this gives you a lot of dumb options for other stupid things yeah, to be. Yeah, you can play as the Nightbane or a bunch of lesser crap. You could be a regular psychic. Uh, you could be a regular wizard. You could be a guardian, which is like an alien. Sh- it's like a short person who shoots beams of pure light. You're like a little, a tiny albino that shoots holy beams. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can be... Kind of like being Matthew Broderick. <laughs> Matthew Broderick, known for shooting beams of holy light. He doesn't do it very often in the movies because he's a good actor, John. <laughs> he's method. Have you ever seen him he's in real like, life? Look, Ferris Bueller doesn't shoot beams of light, so I'm not going to. Obviously. Uh, of course I could take out Godzilla 1998 with a beam of holy light, but I'm not going to because I'm that good at the craft. That's not the character. <laughs> You can also be a, what do we say, a vampire, a, a guardian. A vampire or a vampire. A vampire. <laughs> Probably a vampire. Yeah, uh, or a wizard. Yeah, I said wizard. Oh, you I said say, wizard uh, and I'm psychic. Sorry. Or a sorcerer, or a mystic, or a wizard. <laughs> you could be a mage, a warlock. A thaumaturgist. <laughs> uh, a conjurer of cheap tricks. Oh, a conjurer of cheap trick. <laughs> Hold be- on, lose land. Wait well, a minute, that's that's <laughs> something else. Thirty-eight special. Yeah, that's not. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> I fucked up. I couldn't cheap trick. Uh, I want you to want me, John. Come on now. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry, but I'm just not that into you. <laughs> <laughs> but didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't I see you crying? Probably not. Oh. I mean, you might have. It's not like I don't cry myself to sleep every night. Yeah, but I'm not in your room when you cry yourself to sleep. I just saw you get punched in the stomach that one time. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> Old weed. It was special because it was my birthday. So, the Nightbane are special because the Night Lords are scared of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's really sure why. There's a rumor that normally the Night Lords are basically like immortal beings of uh, evil and super special magic and nonsense, but people say like, "Oh, the Nightbane could actually kill a Night Lord." But sure, the, I don't see the why book not. Doesn't really give you a lot of solid answers. Well, here. I mean, there is a pretty straight answer when you read the stats of Night Lords. They take triple damage from Night Banes. Eh. That's pretty much all you need to know. And Night Princes take double damage from Night Banes. So it's it's pretty much just raw math is the reason they're so scary. Yeah. Uh, but what is a Night Bane? You might ask. Well, uh, what you if you ever a, see Nightbreed? Yeah. Or, or Hellraiser, where the Cenobites are basically just sort of monster people, because that's what this is. A Nightbane is basically a collection of horror tropes stitched together into a human, uh, but it's it's all call, called the Morphous form because you see they can also achieve a regular human form known as the facade. Yeah, so when you turn into a Nightbane, most people just sort of freak out and hide because you just turn into a big monster, mm-hmm. but you eventually get the ability to go back to your human form if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh you are a little bit more powerful in your human form than you were, but you're still basically a chumpo until you turn into a big monster. Which takes about one melee round, which if you know anything about Palladium, is one of your actions per turn to turn into your big monster form. Well, it depends. If it takes a round, it's 15 seconds and all your shit. It's one melee round, which is, which is I'm sorry, it's, an, it's a melee action or whatever oh, you call it. Oh, it depends. Actually, it's a, it's a, on... Oh, that's right. There's two ways it can go. Yeah, because you can be good at it or you can be shitty at it. That's right. So, to generate a Nightbane, you create yourself a normal human chumpo, 
uh, who at a certain point in his life, sometimes early childhood, most of the time adolescence or teenager, early adulthood, uh, but it could happen at any point. Uh, but then you develop your monster form, which you do by rolling on a bunch of tables uh, and then going and checking the things on each one of those tables to determine what horror tropes shall you be. Yeah, so a lot of them are, uh, you know, you'll get animalistic qualities mm -hmm. is one of the big ones. Uh, there's ones where you'll get, like, weird uh, machine bits, so you might have, like, Oh, I uh, like the bottom half of me is like a motorcycle, or I've got tubes and hoses and wires and whatnot coming out of my skin, or stuff like that. Yeah, you've got things crawling in your skin. Plus, you've got wounds that will not heal. Yeah, obviously. Well, the wounds that will not heal is an entire category called stigmata. I know. I'm not. I'm not joking or, or referencing any kind of song you might have been thinking. I was oh no, right. definitely. No, I'm not. just. I'm just listing things that occur in this in this uh, in this game. Yeah. So. Stigmata category is all just like, ooh, you're covered in boils, or you bleed from the eyes and don't stop, and won't stop, can't stop. <laughs> also, you have to keep moving your feet <laughs> and so you can get your satisfaction. The uh, All right, here's the different types you could be. You could be an almost human, which you only have to roll on like one table, the Nightbane characteristics table once. Uh, the inhuman but beautiful which is you have yeah. to roll on the unearthly beauty and the nightbane characteristics. There is there is a hot table because mm -hmm. occasionally you are a nightbane that's what are you? I'm a sexy nightbane. I mean bane. if you're if you're going by the art of the movie, it's occasionally someone wants the to art play of the movie. Oh, sorry, I keep saying movie instead of book. I don't know what's going on today, it's John. Because you keep thinking of nightbreed. I I've never seen nightbreed. I only know nightbreed by the term Clive Barker's nightbreed because I saw it as a movie book in a used store that we both go to from time to time. Oh, well, I reviewed Nightbreed mm -hmm. for Horrortoberfest one year. Mm. Now, Horrortoberfest currently going on on the website. You can go to systemmasterypodcast.com and check out all the horror movie reviews all October long. And for those of you who are listening to this in November or any other time further into the future, please remind John that, that uh, we can't say temporal uh, absolutes on this. because hey. it's it's you can still go media. to the website and still read the reviews at any point in time. They're always there. Horrortoberfest is not a time. It's a feeling. <laughs> but also it's October. <laughs> also it's October right now, listener. Listener. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I, mean, I should have said book. You should have. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We've got... The marred beauty. But what I was going to say earlier, though, is that it, the reason they occasionally might have to play a hot night bane when it comes to this book is because someone might want to play a lady one. Because every single piece of art of one is like, I've got fairy wings. Yeah, there's not a lot of like, oh, I'm a lady night bane and I've got like bug eyes and boils all over me. Like, that doesn't happen. No, it's always like, what's your night bane characteristic? I have a corset on. <laughs> I have a permanent corset. Okay. All right. Well, that's some art. My tits got bigger. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Monstrous. Yeah, why don't you just go ahead and just keep reading from the book? That'll be fine. I, I'm Let's just do that. I'm just listing the things you can roll. You piece of fine, shit. Fine, fuck it. You I'm, fuck. <laughs> don't be... Don't be mean to me. I'm just listing the various tables there are. Come on, man. Let's be friends. I don't want to be friends. Not with you. Not ever. <laughs> so, all right. The most important one is animal types. Can we just we'll just stick to that. There's the, there's several there, different ta tables you can be like how hot you are, uh, how biomechanical, stigmata, animal types. Uh, there's you, so many different animal types you can be. It's thing, not just like it's rolling you get claws. Yeah. There's like this is the cat table. This yeah. is the bat table. This is the insect table. Right. So 
about a third of all night banes have some kind of animal characteristic going by rolling on the st- uh, on the random charts. Yeah. Then once you roll the yes, I have an animal characteristic. By the way, all these charts end with like you're something crazy. Roll four times on this chart. Yeah. And which is the thing is, given that every time you get a result on any one of these charts, you get a bunch of bonuses. The best thing you can do is hope for high rolls and hope that you're just a ridiculous nonsense monster. Oh yeah. I mean, it's sad to me because looking at it, you're like. Oh, if you rolled shitty, you'd be like, what are you? Oh, I got one characteristic from one table. And it's like, oh, what happens when you turn into a monster? Uh, I I get warts all over me. And you're like, well, that's just sad. You're like a regular dude with warts? <laughs> yeah, but I have 2d6 more SDC. But then if you end up rolling like, you're a horrible, disgusting super monster, you'd be like, oh, cool. I've got like extra strength and physical prowess and I, I can, can fly. Yeah, I'm El Super Bisto. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of this. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, you really want to roll high on these tables so you get more nonsense. But once you roll animal, like John was saying, you go to a secondary category and you roll what kind of animal. And there are a ton of tables, which I am strongly resisting the urge to open the book and read to you. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's avian, insect, uh, deer. Bear. I'm, I'm bear. Now, notably, the bear table is not in the book, even though you can roll bear. I, they just they just screwed up. I want to say that you can go find it online somewhere. I believe that's true, yeah. most of me feels like they probably printed it in a different book and are like, buy this other Nightbane supplement, fuckers. Yeah, I think that might actually, it might be through the glass darkly or whatever the shit they called the second, the first supplement to this, where they were like, fine, here's the bear table, quit whining about it. Ugh. <laughs> God, I can't believe you whiners. We let you roll a table and then didn't put it in the book. Fine, I guess here you go, little babies. Now, for every single animal category that you roll, you then go to that animal category and roll again to see what kind of animal chunks you get stuck to you. So, for example, if you roll insect, you can get things like, I have bug wings, I have a bug head, I have a bug mouth, uh, I'm a centaur, but my bottom half is bug. You can get things where you're like, oh, I'm just a wear animal, so you or, just look like an anthropomorphic version of something. Or I'm a giant bug, just like there's no human characteristics at all, I'm just a big praying mantis or something. Yeah. And most of these tables look pretty much the same, except for where the art- or the author could not conceive of a combination that made sense. Like, for example, there's no centauroid bird option. Huh. Like, they just couldn't think of, like... Oh, like, oh, well, the whole point of bird is to have wings, so yeah. the bottom half of me being a bird is just kind of weird and, I guess, shitty? No, man, think about it. What if you were, like, my bottom half is penguin and my top half is not? Like, I'm, I'm a penguin on the bottom, and up top, Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> what if my bottom half was penguin, my top half penguin facing the other direction? <laughs> Uh, then I'd bet I'd have some opinions. Uh, what about that? I bet my bottom half would be real embarrassing and my top half would be super cool and smooth. What if my bottom half was the baby clenching his fist and my top half was also a baby clenching his fist? <laughs> what if my bottom half was a dog that gave bad advice and my top half was, I don't know, probably some sort of insane wolf? <laughs> what if my top half was a super racist opinion and my bottom half was a sad sun bear? <laughs> Uh, there you go. Then you'd be a puffin bear. Memes, whatever. Then you'd be memes. Guys, I rolled on the meme table. I get a roll on that meme. If you made this book today, you definitely want to put a meme table in there. Oh, yeah. Guys, it turns out that I'm steamed hams. (laughs) I'm (laughs) LimeWire. Okay. So, yeah. 
in, in except for situations where the author could not conceive of a way to make that make sense, which I feel like he missed out on. I could make a centauroid where my top half is human, my bottom half is ostrich. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, at that point, you're basically just looking at having like rad harpy talons. Yeah, a harpy is straight up a bird centaur, which still also has wings. Yeah, it's not really a bird centaur. No, shut up, you. <laughs> it's a bird tar. You don't know. You you know. You you haven't lived my life. <laughs> you haven't seen my private ideas about bird tars. <laughs> uh, my entire portfolio of bird tar art. I got it right from now, the internet. At least one of our listeners is like, they, they, they're talking about bird tars. Finally. Ooh, yeah, baby. It's time to link my suite of art. <laughs> so, uh, animal characteristics are fun. Uh but like I was saying, the more of them you get, the more power you get. So hopefully you roll like three different animals. Yeah. Hopefully you just get a whole bunch of dumb nonsense so that when you turn into your monster version, you're a super weird, dumb, makes no sense monster, but mm-hmm. you're super better. Yeah. Uh, then you can get things like a physical characteristics table that can make you be like made of slime or or now you're all rubbery or you're made of metal. Uh, there's one. There's the unearthly beauty table we talked about that you can roll on to get like I'm super sexy and my muscles are great or I have a <laughs> I have an unhealthy but beautiful glow. <laughs> I'm super sexy and my muscles are great. <laughs> Not large. They're just great. It is assumed. <laughs> my muscles, top quality. Yeah. Uh, you've got the stigmata table we talked about, where you can have things like uh, razor blades sticking out of your face, or you look like you fell off a motorcycle, or you're constantly seeping. One of the fun things you can get on the stigmata table is zippers. Oh, yeah. I love the zippers. Because, okay, one of the things you're constantly getting bonuses to when you're building your monster form is horror factor. Now, in Palladium Games, horror factor is a d20 roll that you define that, as a target for your opponent. So you're like, oh, I'm I, I'm gross, and I have razors in my nose, and... and uh, you know, whatever your horror factor yeah. is, you have to roll. Uh, other people have to roll under it. Under, yeah, yeah. Uh, or sorry, over it. They have to roll over it, or they are terrified oh, yes. of you and they are stunned. Over. Yeah, they have to roll over it, so you can be like, "I have dicks where my feet should be. I have a horror factor of 12. <laughs> That's right, old Dick Feet Van Dyke. <laughs> the Jersey Dickfoot is a well-known cryptid, John. Oh, the Jersey Dickfoot. <laughs> That's odd, because normally I only hear about the Jersey Dick Head. Hey! Jim Tanning Dick Feet. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a whole lot of stuff. Now, as we have mentioned in the uh, the previous Palladium nonsense, you might be wondering, hey now, where's all those RCCs and OCCs in the skills section? Well, it wouldn't be a Palladium game if there was no sense of balance at all. So, <laughs> if, there, well, if there was any sense of balance, yeah. So the uh, <laughs> the fucking choices you have for being a Nightbane are you can be a Nightbane that is very new and inexperienced, mm-hmm. and you get just some shitty nonsense and you suck. Mm-hmm. Or you could be a Nightbane that's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> or a well-trained warrior one. Yeah, like your options for characters... <sighs> fucking palladium is always just like hey what if we put in things and some of them are bad and some are good but you get to pick yeah like why well this book in particular is kind of funny with that because you can be things like i turned into a nightbane when i graduated high school and now i'm pretty much doing the nightbane equivalent of selling burgers yeah you're like oh what happened well i've got a couple of skills based on what a fucking like high school graduate would have mm-hmm. maybe i took a year of college or something and that's it or I could play the Nightbane that is a wizard and have better skills and also spells. 
Or you could play a human wizard who has decent skills and spells, but so much less PPE than a Nightbane that it's basically a joke. Oh, yeah. Playing a regular wizard versus a Nightbane wizard is, again, one of those things where you're like, oh, there's no, like, problem with being a Nightbane. It's just bonuses. So you're like, oh, I'm going to have less health and power and... Uh, I won't have regeneration or super cool effects that I can do, but boy, howdy, will I be human. <laughs> so there is another thing that Nightbane get to spend their PPE on, which is a brand new category of power never before seen in a Palladium book, and it's Nightbane Talents. Uh, each one of them is just, you can spend some flat PPE once to purchase them forever. They're things like, I can ride lightning, or uh, I can make it dark where I am, or magic can't hurt me anymore. Uh, they tend to be more broad and definitive than usual Palladium powers, is in they don't have a lot of percentiles built into them. No, but it is, you pay permanent PPE mm-hmm. in order to get them, and then you have to spend PPE as well to activate them. Yeah, which sounds bad until you realize, we were just talking about how human wizards have less PPE. How much less? Why a human wizard has 1d6 times 10 plus their physical endurance attribute, PPE. Indeed. Now, uh, a Nightbane can can uh, get less PPE than a, than a human wizard because they can spend small amounts of PPE, like as much as 10 or 12, on these various powers for permanent uh, usage. But how much do they start with? How much do they have to spend and then also to use for spells? Isn't Why, it like 2d6 times 10 th- it's plus th- 30 it's 3D- plus your physical endurance? It is 3d6 times 10 plus 20 plus your physical endurance. Jesus Christ. Which means they have routinely a little more than three times as much PPE as that human wizard did, even before they started spending things. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say there's not a lot of the talents that fucking matter at all. No, most of them are. I mean, some of them are really really good. Like eh. the, the the lightning rider one is great for if you really wanted to skip travel parts of your game. Uh, the but only if you, everyone has it. Because yeah. if you're like, oh, I've got lightning ride and I can. Like, jump into the fucking telephone and then pop out somewhere else. You're like, that's great. We can't. So, <laughs> good John, job. Did you read the description of Lightning Rider? You can use it to ride a modem and become the ultimate computer hacker. Fuck you. It has no bonuses to hacking. It doesn't actually hack. I guess if you wanted to jump directly into a server room, which is what hackers are always trying to do, then you could become the ultimate hacker. Except, like you say, it doesn't do anything no, like No, it just that. lets you go in there. It doesn't even say that you get to hack while doing it. It's just I'm just reading it. I'm not reading it verbatim. This is just a part of the book I memorized. Look, John, I'm not opening the book right I now. I know, I see I'm, that. I'm not reading I'm any direct very quotes. Proud of but you. I did memorize one, which uh, is ride a modem line directly to the source and become the ultimate computer hacker. Uh, there's some of the powers that you have to have specific things in order to get. Yeah, there's uh, a block of like upgraded powers. And those are usually it has to be something like Oh, you can turn into a swarm of animals, but you have to have an animal mm-hmm. mutation type, and then you can turn into a swarm of those. So if you're like, okay, I got the insect, I can turn into a swarm of insects. Yeah, and there's, I think there's only five of them. Two of them for, are if you have animal control. Well, the yeah, other you one can is either con- summon a swarm of animals or be a swarm of animals. Yes, the, uh, and then one is for biomechanical, and that's just you can control nearby machines. Yeah. And one of them is for stigmata people, and it's you can goosh out your blood and use it as an... <laughs> you, you can be all gross. Yeah, you can goosh people up with your blood. Ooh, and yeah, to, goosh them up. Or, or you can harm or heal them with those gooshes. Let me, let me goosh all over you real quick. <laughs> let me just goosh. Let me just goosh a little about how great I think you are. Ooh, let me get that goosh on you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, none of them are that expensive, and a few of them, I, I, I noticed, didn't do anything. Notably, Dark Whips. 
uh, has it, it just says you create a bunch of tendrils or whips that you can use to hit people for supernatural damage. You can spend more PPE to do more damage with it, but there's no damage calculation and there's no damage base. <laughs> I have no idea what it does, but there it is. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't like the talents almost at all. There's a couple that are okay. The one that lets you just uh, spend PPE to shoot people with bolts is pretty solid. Yeah, at that point you're like, oh, all right, whatever. But if you're if you already picked wizard, you could get just get the spell that is energy bolt and be like, great, I'll do that. Yeah, but they this both cost PPE. Yeah, but this one's straight scaling. You get you get. Uh, I think it was one PPE for every D four of damage or something. It does, and it, it, at a certain point you could just start firing bolts for a D four times ten, which is crazy and good in this game. Yeah. So anyway, it's uh. Some of them are okay, but honestly, yeah, if you're playing a wizard, you're going to be so much better than those human wizards that it feels mean. Yeah, it's just it's just sad, and they added uh, a true psychic to this, which is basically take everything from Beyond the Supernatural that we reviewed last time. The ba- Basically four of the seven classes in, in Beyond the Supernatural. The ones that have psychic powers, yeah. just mush them all together. They're just all, you just get all, you had access to every kind of psychic power. And this book does have straight up the same psychic powers, but they're better now. Yeah. Well, it feels like they took the power descriptions from Rifts. Yes. So they were like, oh, here, now you can do cool stuff with you, things you instead can, of being limited like a little bitch. Yeah, you can cause damage and so on with your psychic power. So like, oh, I spent 30 ISP and I moved a pot and yeah. it hit someone in the head for five damage. Nightbane can't be psychic by any stretch of the... They just can't. No. So you have to be a human if you want to be a psychic. But even then, psychic powers are still straight up worse than just being a Nightbane monster. Yeah. Even with the upgrade, they're just bad. Uh, you can also play as a secondary or wild vampire true uh wild vampires are basically gross zombie vampires where secondaries are basically your you know uh wild boys or whatever no wait wild boys is what steve owen <laughs> your wild boys you know your wild hogs <laughs> you become the wild hog vampire uh, wild. we're old we're old but we're on motorcycles oh you know i uh, i'm a cool dad <laughs> i'm gonna learn a lesson on this trip oh <laughs> Uh, although, how how great would it be if I rolled on the table, got a knife bane that was a pig dude, and then just became Wild Hog, yeah, well, and I looked like John Travolta in my facade. And also, your lower half was just the motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. But- I'm a top half pig, bottom half motorcycle, uh-huh. and I'm the Wild Hog. That's pretty fucking solid. I would I would totally be appreciative of that. Oh, my God. I want that. Yeah, I want now, that right I, I wanna now. Make, I'm going to make that Mr. Popper's Penguin guy, where he's lower half penguin, top half guy. Yeah, you know, just like in the book, Mr. Popper's Penguins, where he becomes half penguin. <laughs> and specifically bottom half penguin. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we all remember reading that children's classic, Mr. Popper's Penguins, where he becomes a penguin tar. <laughs> Franz Kafka, Kafka's Mr. Popper's Penguins. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god, there is that point where they uh mention talking about like the mutation and becoming a mm-hmm. nightbane and they're like, Did Franz Kafka know about us when he wrote the Metamorphosis? I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think so. Ugh. Yeah, you guys aren't the first ones to think of turning into bugs. I'm sorry. Uh oops a daisies. Turns out people have thought about turning into bugs before. John's thinking about it right now. Yeah, I'm thinking about turning into a bug and just crawling out of here. It's getting away from this shitty podcast forever. <laughs> Sweet, I make double the money. <laughs> double the fun. <laughs> double mint gum. People will totally still listen to the podcast if it's just me. If it's just you shouting into the void with no response. 
No, I just do your voice too. Oh yeah, they can't tell us apart. It's fine. Uh, Nightbane is a po- is a role playing game by uh, Palladium Games. That's right, Jeff. Also, you have great muscles. <laughs> Why, thanks, John. Oh, also, I smell like a butt. <laughs> Shoot. No, wait, hang on. <laughs> that that did not represent John's opinion of me or John's impression of me. Oh, I'm Jeff, and I, I'm a I'm a big butt bane. <laughs> That's me. I turn into a night bane, and I, I smell like poop, and I look like poop, and then my night bane form is something else. <laughs> Uh, I'm John, and uh, I, I have a Ray Romano voice. <laughs> oh, boy. That's us. That's us right now. We're <laughs> doing this. It's two Muppets doing a podcast. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, I really can't think of anything mean to say about myself, John. Oh, uh, you uh, guys kidnapped me when I was 15. I could probably eat a little less pizza, I guess. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. How's, how's it going? How oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Uh, the book, because it has psychics and mages, has every excuse to reprint the entire psychic and magic fa- uh, tables from from every other book previously, which I, I would have to assume is the only reason they're even in here, is to fill some page space. I gotta say, the, the business that is new in this book, out of like a 200-page book, is maybe 50 pages, and the rest of it is just reprint of rules, reprint of powers, mm-hmm. reprint of the Art. shit that has to do with uh, vampires, because there's also, like you say, a bunch of reloaded art in here, mm-hmm. and also a lot of the art of the minions of the Night Lords looks like some shit that got rejected from the Coalition War, Coalition campaign. War campaign. Yep. <laughs> All their villains are like, what are you? I'm a skull-faced kind of guy clad in metal plates who stalks the earth with a metal skull face. And it's like, yeah, you're a rejected uh, skull borg, aren't you? Yeah. What are you? I'm a metal black skull guy with spikes and a spear. And you're like, no. Yeah, you're, no. you're a coalition skeletobot. You're not fooling anyone. I'm a flying skeleton monster that, no, you're a Samus that got rejected. Yeah, this is a rejected Samus design. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> you come back to me when you have better designs. So of the stuff that's new, one of the things we didn't mention is that there are factions of Nightbane because there's factions of vampires and White Wolf, presumably. Yeah, and there's even something I've never seen in Palladium before. Uh, little little uh, paragraph asides of what each faction thinks of every other faction. Yeah, it's got the the classic White Wolf blurb of what do we think of everyone else, and everyone's got it. Yeah, and the factions are pretty simple. They're like, oh, we're the ones who like to fight. We're the ones who like magic. We're the ones who like to fuck. We're the ones who don't like the the Night Lords, and we want to fight against them. And we're the ones who hate vampires. Yeah, there's vampires. A- there's a a vampire led clan mm-hmm. that are the Nocturnes. They fucking love vampires and other supernatural things and want to fight vampires. So good for them. Yep. Uh, uh, the Warlords is one of the factions. That's they're the, the gang. Yeah, they're they're actually a gang. They. Uh, it was great because the book was like, oh yeah, one of the things that the Night Lords wanted to do was also take over the gangs in America, and they couldn't because the Warlords were there, and they were just like, fuck you, these are our gangs. Yeah, they had already infiltrated and taken over the largest gang in America, the Golden Posse. Ugh. You know, I got a Golden Posse. <laughs> I said Posse, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, you got the Underground Railroad, which is just there to find new Night Banes and teach them what's going on. Mm-hmm. You've got your Seekers that are all about finding new knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, your Resistance guys that just want to beat up 
the Night Lords. Yeah, so there's their factions, uh, literally and specifically because White Wolf had factions. Yeah, and then the two that aren't based on Night Banes are the Guardians, oh, the Lightbringers. Right. Lightbringers, who are the followers of the Guardians, who we haven't even talked about yet. Well, we we did mention their tiny albino people that shoot beams. That's true. You're right. I forgot about the Matthew Broderick thing. Yeah, don't oh, forget boy. our bits. You're, oh. Now you're forgetting bits during the episode that the bits happen. <laughs> it's not enough that you immediately forget them afterwards. <laughs> hey, that's that's what the listeners are for, to remember the bits, so I don't have to. <laughs> I don't remember anything, John. Uh, nothing. I should get all these bits tattooed on my skin. Yeah. Do not believe his lies. <laughs> Matthew Broderick shoes, shooting holy lasers. Oh boy! Oh. <laughs> so yeah, the Lightbringers are basically like the Resistance people, except they're holy. <laughs> yeah, uh, only I can stop the Sarah Jessica Parker lips. <laughs> that's good. Thank that's you. A, that's a good bit. Thank you. Thanks. All right, thanks, I'm, I'm happy with yeah. for that. Yeah, and then, also I was in deck the halls, and then there's the. <laughs> The fucking spook show. Mm, right. Yeah, they're the ones who are like Night or Bane. Or Spook are... Squad. Spook yeah. Squad is uh, government agents that mm-hmm. got pushed out from the government because now we have, instead of the NSA, we have the NSB. Mm-hmm. And the new uh, Light Lord government got rid of like the FBI and the NSA and the CIA and mm-hmm. the basically all of the various uh, government agencies. And just put the National Security Bureau in place, and they do everything, and they're under the purview of the Night Lords. Yeah. So all of the ex-government agents are pretty much banded together to fight the Night Lords. Yeah, they formed their own spy agency with Blackjack and... Night Banes. Night Banes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's... I'd forgot. Wasn't there one that was like the more monstery-looking Night Banes, and they all hang out together? Not really. It was called like Burger Time. Yeah, that's right. It was called Burger Time. Yeah. There was also that one that was just called Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah, each one of those based on an old video game. Yeah. You've got the whole group called Polybius. <laughs> Polybius? Yeah, that's the famous game that doesn't exist. And it was supposed to be the one that like... Oh, yes. The famous game that doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm not... It's real. I mean, it's, uh-huh. it's not real. It's specifically... It's a it's, it's, it's a... Okay, so it, there was a rumor that briefly around the Seattle area sometime in the 80s, an arcade machine called Polybius could be found in some of the arcades, uh, but when people played it, they like went crazy or died. Oh, so this is like that uh, fucking like Link starts talking to me video game creepypasta shit. It's, except that this is really old. Like this story is from the 80s. It's not It's not from the now and it's being told on fu- some fucking Chan. This is, this oh, is some fucking Chan. <laughs> some fucking Chan is like after 8chan. No, but like, Polybius is like this old ass urban legend about a video game that would kill you. All right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you know what I should just said fucking Kid Nicky, huh? That would have been or 1942. Should have just said fucking Joust. There's a whole bunch of night banes. Joust would be great because then you could have bird centaurs. Yeah, you could have them bird tars. My 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 top half is jouster, and my lower half is flying ostrich. Yeah. Yeah. See, Mm -hmm. this is great. This is old (laughs) ween. God damn it. God damn everything. God damn us, everyone. <laughs> oh, I forgot. That's one of the three customary blessings. Yes. One of the three customary blessings. Of which the third there are five. One is, is swappable. <laughs> you can just swap in which one you want. But those first two about how your balls shouldn't get all hard and nasty. 
and uh, that you don't get candy you don't want. Those two are sacrosanct. Oh, those are always in there. The third one, you've got options. There's yeah. a big random table you can roll on for what the third blessing Folks, is. Folks, I want I want uh, your accolades right now for remembering that bit, even though it was like 40 minutes ago. Honestly, I'm impressed that you managed <laughs> to remember that bit. I'm not going to lie. You're getting a cookie after this for remembering that bit. Yes, I could have one of my own Golden Graham s'mores bars. <laughs> Chocolate chip. Chocolate chips in each bite. All right, so there's. we already told you who the bad guys are, and th- those are the good guys who rise to fight them, and sometimes you can go and invade the Nightlands or whatever. Yeah. Oh, but, okay, so Guardians. Uh, Guardians basically represent the fact that Symbita can't make a game without Paladins in it. So it also doesn't tell you what the fuck they are. No, it's supposed to be a big mystery. And they're like, oh, are you angels? Are you aliens? What are you? And the big horror element of them is supposed to be that they don't know what they are. They have forgotten their old lives. Yeah, you basically wake up, remember that you had an old life, but can't remember anything about it, but now you know that your purpose in life is to basically stop supernatural evil? Mm Mm-hmm. So, what supernatural evil is there to fight? Well, there's Night Lords, and Night Lords look kind of like if you took the head off an evil coalition armor (laughs) suit and put a really dumb fat goblin head there instead well that's just the art the night lords are supposed to just look like regular people oh okay the night lords are just people and well they got dumb fat goblin heads they all look like willem defoe's i mean <laughs> only he's, in the he's art more baby a, he's more of an angular goblin head <laughs> he's more of a green goblin head pretty much he is something of a scientist himself <laughs> you know i'm <laughs> something as a scientist myself you know <laughs> <laughs> they had to use a fake dick in that movie my dick was in because my real dick was too big. Too big for cinema! It would have confused people, said the director. My dick didn't return the director's calls. It was too big for the movie. <laughs> my dick opened for Van Halen and then also was Van Halen. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and uh. then the president called. <laughs> yeah. Willem Dafoe. When my dick comes, it's like a clown car. <laughs> Ew. Okay, so uh, there's also smaller Night Lords called Night Princes that you can fight. Yeah. There are various minions called the Hounds, uh, the Ashmedai, the Vultures. Uh, was Ashmedai the bug ones? Yeah, Ashmedai are shapeshifter bugs. That's right. The Hollow Men are bugs who build themselves little human statues to ride around in. Yeah, the, uh, the Hollow Men are interesting because they're just like, what are you? I'm a beetle that makes a wax mannequin of a dude, but then I bring it to life and I live inside of it. Mm-hmm. And you, it, it's like, I, this is one of my favorite things about the monster manuals of uh, uh, pl- Palladium games, is that they'll always be like, this is an RCC, the Hollow Man RCC. We don't recommend you play as a bug that lives inside of a wax mannequin, but maybe you could find a way to make it a good idea. I mean, they're always evil, and it's a dumb thing, but uh, here's the tr- option. I ain't trying to stop you or nothing, son. I mean, they give you the fucking rules on how to play as a Night Lord. Like, you can roll up your own Night Lord I if you want to. I think it's just Night Princes that you can roll up and play as. Oh, it gives you the, like, Night Lords have a 3d6 plus 20 IQ, and it, they right. give you all the shit if you want to do it. Yeah. So these are the various monsters that inhabit the evil lands of the Nightlands, uh, which are described as only having three kinds of biomes. You've got uh, evil spooky forests, evil granite cities, and red and black deserts. Yep. There's some monsters in the deserts. Mm-hmm. There's like a giant Gila monster and a winged snake and some other shit. What I found amusing was that they were like, also, there's a bunch of towns out here that are already fighting in the resistance, and they have a network of, co- of connected tunnels that they use to, to launch secret raids against the evil Night Lords. And I was like, wait, so... People are already taking care of this shit? I don't need to get... It feels like this is already pretty well established. Well, 
I mean, it's it's sort of is like there are some humans out there that either just wander around in the cities because the cities are very sparsely populated. So if you're in like the mirror universe version of New York, mm-hmm. you could just find some building and squat there. Yeah, and as long as you ask, act kind of like a zombie, no one will ever stop you. Yeah, when you go outside, just act like a weird zombie and no one's going to assume you're a regular person. Yeah, for example, if you see a whole bunch of zombies out there and they're shuffling, like every day they're shuffling. Well, if you go out there and there's a bunch of dudes acting like zombies up at the mall... <laughs> Then you know Sinbad's around. Yeah, you just gotta find and kill Sinbad the Night Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically it. That's fine, whatever. There's <laughs> there's some dudes out in the desert, there's some dudes in the mountains. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you can go help them do cool fights if you want. Yeah, so you can either set a game on Earth where you know what's going on and fight the Night Lords, where you don't know what's going on and discover about it, or you can go fight in the Nightlands. Or you could combine this game with any other uh, game from the various range of, Palladi- of the Palladium Megaverse. Uh, for example, it suggests that if you want to combine this game with its excellent companion piece, Beyond the Supernatural, you'd want to just bring in the interesting classes from Beyond the Supernatural, including the Psy Mechanic and the Nega Psychic, uh, but you might wish to double their ISP totals to make them more competitive with the Night Lord or, or the uh, Nightbane. Yeah. Except that that does not get the job done, does it? No, because doubling your ISP means you can use your powers more, but at that point you're still looking at a guy who's like, I have three psychic powers. I can I can lift up a box. Yeah, given that it doesn't double their PPE, it'd be on the supernatural characters by their psychic powers with their shitty starting PPE reserve. Yes, indeedy. So, uh, it, or you could combine it with Rifts, which for some reason they were almost kind of against. Yeah, like well, the, this is an SDC game, and they're like, we don't want to worry about the MDC conversion of shit. Which, which is real simple. You just convert it directly. A, Night, a Nightbane has his SDC converted to MDC, and his his blast shoot for MDC damage, and you're done. You're all set. But they were like, no, you should, probably shouldn't do that, because this isn't actually part of the, of the Megaverse. This is an alternate part of the Megaverse. But we guess if one Nightbane did find his way to Rift's Earth, he'd probably have the following characteristics. Yeah, I mean, the the big problem is bringing anything from Rifts to the Nightbane universe. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. That'd be Because you're like, what are you? I'm a Nightbane. What about you? I'm a Glitter Boy. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's the full extent of Nightbane. There's a whole bunch of interesting ideas in here, a whole bunch of dumb ones, a lot of weird things that seem to be missing. But John, my friend, my good, my companion, upon whom I have already bestowed the three blessings. <laughs> yes. What would you say is your favorite thing about this game? My bosom chum. I mean, in basically any Palladium game, it's always going to be the random tables. Okay. Making a Nightbane is Heck of super good ridiculous yeah. fun, as long as you roll well. Like, if you roll that, like, 1 to 12 and you have one shitty attribute, that's garbage. I don't want that. But it does at least give you the option, like, oh, you can talk to your GM and maybe decide on what you get. Yeah, that's fine. And then, of course, has another section of, but if one of your players tries to min-max, then don't let him do it. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you could go through and read all these tables and be like, well, the best possible bonuses to SDC you could get and the most beak damage you could do if you have a bird head, like a giant robot bird head. If I'm a razor bird, mm-hmm. then I can do more damage. <laughs> okay, great. You're a razor bird. No one cares. Yeah, congratulations. You min-maxed a palladium game. Who? Oh, boy. Ugh. Give yourself a big old pat on the back. All right. Hooray for you. But yeah, the random tables are super fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that would be me. Jafe. 
I actually really do like the story of Nightbane. I like the whole dark day, and now these monsters are fighting these other monsters, and everything's monsters. It's just monsters all the way down. Yeah, but it's still very White Wolf, and that they're like, oh, nobody knows that there's monsters, but people suspect, and our world is full of darkness now. Yeah. You might say it's a world of darkness. <laughs> you might say people live in a dark city, and Jennifer Connelly is there. <laughs> yeah, you might say that. <laughs> If you were a clown at the circus, Aww. idiot. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I like the storyline. Uh, I actually, I mean, I don't know that necessarily that it would work especially well for a long term. No, you know what? I think it would. This is a good campaign setting. Oh, I mean, of the various like non Palladium RPG pol- or Rifts settings, mm-hmm. this is probably the most campaign potential one yeah this one in heroes unlimited i feel like of the two there i mean although heroes unlimited is just you know it's just heroes and that's just easy to get right so yeah. there you go uh but yeah i like the story i like the uh the concept of the night lords and the doppelgangers and what have you i think they did a good job writing a dark universe thing it seems like a lot of fun so good yeah. job on you cj corella the i believe author of this book good what would you job. say is your least favorite thing <sighs> i kind of want to go with the that fucking artist in here that just can't draw anything but <laughs> blocky, ba- weird people. There's so much bad. Every vampire picture in this book is is goofy in a different way. It's it's just real bad. The art in this makes me sad because the concept of Nightbane, where you're like, here's a bunch of weird, gross monsters that all look very unique. Mm-hmm. They all have their own weird uh, mutation things going on. I was like, man, that's where you want to pay for some good art. Yeah. Because you can get some nice... And there is some. There is some super cool art Yeah, there's a cover by Braum. Yeah, it's got a (laughs) Braum cover on it. I really love the dude who has monstrous owl powers and is flying through the air on lightning while playing drums that are hanging around his neck. That is cool looking. There's some... That's the type of shit that you want in here, but so much of it is like, what is this? Uh, I'm a weird, blocky-looking dude with a gun. Everyone has weird muscles were my powers that i have sunglasses yeah there's a there's a lot of coalition war campaign level shit in here i don't know who the house artist is that does that i'm sure i could look it up there's two or three artists in here but a few of them are there's a lot of photorealistic but really grimy looking stuff in here which is just disappointing i'm I'm way more on board with that than the block guy yeah well the the vampire in particular like the picture of the of the the vampire the vampire the half vampire he looks like a a a 16 year old named like dermot who i mean it looks like he doesn't have fangs so much as extremely puffy orthodontic work (laughs) he's got face tattoos that are clearly hannah and he only looks angry at the world in that someone recently interrupted his ministry song he was listening to yeah i mean he looks like a dweeb yes the vampire looks like a complete tool. <laughs> and then on the page right before him is some skinny dude in it with way too long of hair and way too big of a trench coat. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, oh, this guy looks like a th- he looks like senior card gauge went to an Ar- Ar- army navy surplus. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, there's the no one is as cool as they think. No, the that's that is my weak thing in here is Nightbane is such a cool art concept and they did not deliver at all. Mm-hmm. So, Jeff? This might be the first or second worst edited Palladium book, and that's saying a lot. That is very true. Yeah. Both that it is the worst or second worst, and that it is saying a lot. Yeah, because a lot of Palladium books are known for, I mean, the fact that they're laid out on still on like a light box glue machine to this in this day and age. Yeah, in the year of our Lord, 20 and 18. Yeah. But this one in particular is missing stuff. It's missing rules. It's missing obvious art. There's chunks of the book that are just aren't there, and it's like... 
guys, you had to redo this book because you got sued over the title. Fix the shit that people were already telling you about. Put the bear table in there. Tell us what damaged night whips do. Do anything. Do the bare minimum, which is to put in the things that you have said are in this book. Yeah, I would. all I would say is that the bare minimum is that if you were to accomplish the bare necessities of including a bear table, that would be perfect. That yeah. would be bearable for you to do. Night whips. Night whips. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd say that the editing in this book is really subpar. Uh, there's chunks of it missing, and that makes me sad. But otherwise... Of the Palladium games, this has always been kind of one of my favorites. All right. Because that Nightbane, just the core concept of the Nightbane is great, but everything they surround them with, all the other stuff you can play is goofballs. Yeah. I, yeah. It basically smacks of Palladium and that they're like, well, we can't just put out a thing with one dude in it. Mm-hmm. We have to have 30 different options for people. So, so what if you could play as a little alien who can create light shields and shoot light and star uh-huh. and deck the halls? Hey, we already made like three books about vampires. Let's just go grab the shit from that and put it in here. Oh my god, that picture of the vampire reforming after the stakes taken out of his heart is in three other books. Yep. I'm amazed that this book... I'm, I'm going to tell you, give them some kudos here, where they're due. I'm amazed that this book doesn't have that picture of a guy turning Going into a, a wolf. wolf. Yeah. <laughs> Like, the fact that that Bio-E Wolf to Human art isn't in here is astounding. Yeah. I'm like, they missed the boat on this one. They could have put that picture and be like, monstrous morphous forms. Look, this is a, a hairy human turning into a wolf in various stages of wolfiness. No, it's a wolf turning into a hairy human. <laughs> Hi there, I'm President Harry Human. I'm Harry Human, normal human president. <laughs> you may have noticed I'm Harry. <laughs> Harry Human, that's me. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, would you play this? Uh, yes. Unlike Beyond the Supernatural, which is just sort of shitty and probably a one-shot, I would I would play in Nightbane, though... <sighs> How, let me ask you this. Would you use the Nightbane table to generate a character to use in a game that has good rules? Oh, you're goddamn right I would. One million percent. Like, if you had to make, let's play Nightbane, but we're just going to use, like, some PBTA derivative thing, so you just roll your powers, oh, your, yeah. your look up. Dude, I would do Nightbane in, like, a PBTA or a, like, even do something like, you know, the shitty, you could just do whatever, like, the fate stuff. Yeah, like a with great power. Yeah, with great power. Mm-hmm. So you could you'd use this for the random generation, and then and then adapt that to a game where what your powers are doesn't matter, but you can still have cool ones if you want. Yeah, and yeah. if someone was running it and played, you might still probably play because I don't give a shit. Imagine whatever. a world where that's the case. Just where imagine a world. Walk into a game store and there's 50 people playing Pathfinder for some fucking reason, and then one table of guys playing Nightbane. God, that would be good. Yeah. You know that'd be the fun table too, right? Oh yeah, everyone else would be sitting there going like, "Oh, okay, my." Which needs to get a 12 or better. And then someone over there is like, fuck you, I'm half motorcycle. Brum, brum. <laughs> my top half penguin, my bottom half ostrich. <laughs> my top half sexy, my bottom half sexier. <laughs> hey. I'm a sex tar. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a human. view me as I lift up these weights. It's a human extending upward from some balls. <laughs> <laughs> Just a huge pair of balls. Oh no! Someone didn't give me the first blessing of old weed! My balls have become leathery! <laughs> Wait! Enough to flap and fly with! Ah! I've got bat balls! Okay, bat balls is a great character, so hopefully we roll well, up. <laughs> hopefully, some, one, on, in our bonus content, one of us rolls up bat balls. Jeff? Yes, sir. What we do is we kill the bat balls. <laughs> 
Also, yes, I would play this game. So there we go. John, do we have any bonus content that we could maybe tell these fine folks about? Do we Do we have any bonus content at all? Mm. Well, goddamn, yes, we do. Oh, indeed we do. Uh, if you want some bonus content from us here at System Mastery, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash systemmastery, and, or you can just Google it, and you'll find our, our uh, Patreon, where you can support us to receive bonus content at three different levels of more well, shows. I mean, there's a lot of levels. Yeah, but there's three that generate more shows for you, the listener. So many shows. So the $1 level, you can get the bonus content for System Mastery, where we make characters in the game we just described to you. Uh, that means we're going to be making Nightbane characters for this old ween. That should be a really fucking good time. Oh, I'm, I'm super hyped. Super looking forward to it. Uh, if you go to the $2 level, you also unlock our bonus Star Wars content, uh, where we do reports on Wikipedia for each other and for you. And they're really fun and funny. And at the special $5 Cheese Dude Pro or whatever the fuck it's called level, you unlock The Afterthought, the return of our old show where we do a lot of Q&A, some skits, some good times, basically a free-form good times podcast once a month. That's at the $5 level. So head to patreon.com slash systemmastery and support us at any of those levels and help us achieve our dream of making slightly more than minimum wage. <laughs> uh, it, uh, help us achieve our dream of... Having a pig. Having a pig. Also that, that. That a baby rides around on. Yeah, definitely. If you help us get to $3,000, we will put my daughter on a pig. It'll happen. You'll it, get it, pictures. You'll get pictures of it. I, I almost guarantee it. I have, I, I'm have. i worried about the safety concerns. Well, but we'll make it happen. Uh, pigs don't want babies. <laughs> pigs crave the flesh of the human baby, John. <laughs> It's their their one weakness. <laughs> that's what that's what Wild Hogs the movie was about. Yeah, John <laughs> Travolta needed the flesh of a baby in order to make his transformation into a motorcycle <laughs> pig complete. That's what Clive Barker is all about. Clive Barker's Wild Hogs. Hoy, <laughs> I want John Travolta. Somebody get me John Travolta on the phone. <laughs> I need him to be a. Fucking motorcycle pig. <laughs> Thank you. I see you've just turned him into Ozzy, which is also hey, fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Shit, the prince man. of fucking darkness. <laughs> no, I like that. I feel like that's what Clive Barker should sound like. Yeah, Clive Barker actually is Ozzy Osbourne. Little known fact. I'm, I was trying to go for that weird Monty Python idiot routine that they did where like the guy had his pants pulled up. And Mr. The, Gumby. Yeah, that, I've never, what is that supposed to be? I, like the all dress up is that thing. Was that like a way they made fun of dumb British people in no, the late that's 60s? of Germans. Oh, it's Germans. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Thank you. There you go. All now right. you know. Now I know. All right. So anyway, that's the bonus content. Otherwise, you can find our regular content at systemmasterypodcast.com. Or, of course, we are on the OneShot Network, so you can find us at OneShotPodcast.com. Uh, I think that's the... The new so we fought think, so hard to be know. there. We, and I don't we even, tried so hard to be on the website. Now we are, and we don't even know. It. I don't even care. I just wanted to. I just wanted to win. I just needed that that notch in the W. That's all. Just the, on the bedpost. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for listening. You know, we here at System Mastery don't often tell you, but we love you <laughs> deeply. <laughs> Not each other though, intimately. Yeah, we actually hate each other, but you, the listeners, yeah, in Jeff a here is my platonic hate friend mm -hmm. and i hate him but you you're all more than friends we are more than friends with benefits we are in a polycule with our listeners <laughs> <laughs> and i'm dressed as dracula <laughs> thank you for listening have a good week
old ween. It's a nice day to 